It's Monday, the 18th day of Sivan, 5773. We are coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York. I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. That goes back a long way. And Hakol Patuach, everything's open, and it's a great way to open this morning's edition of the Israel Show. Welcome, one and all. We are on every Monday morning following JM in the AM, 9 o'clock Eastern Time here on the Eastern Seaboard, and 4 p.m. throughout the state of Israel. And uh, this is a great opportunity to tell all the listeners out there that we now have an Israel Listen line. Some of you might know that we have, um, you can listen to us on the Internet, but there's also a way to phone in and listen on the uh, telephone. We now have a local number in Israel that you can use to call in if you don't have access to the Internet or if you're on the road. That number is 072-224-2792. We'll announce that again throughout the show. It's new. And we're excited about it and 
tell all your friends in Israel. Another way that you can listen to the stream, the Nachum Silo Network, and the Israel Show. We are uh, having a little bit of internet difficulties, so we're not going to be loading up our Facebook page with links to the songs during the show. We will do it after the show. Hopefully, everything will come back in, uh, in place. Lots of stuff going on in Israel, and a lot of stuff that has to do also with Israel being a high-tech empire, and, and it really is a high-tech empire. People don't always realize it. Um, the Israeli company Waze, W-A-Z-E, that uh, I, I think that we were the first in the United States to discuss it on Jame and the AM about two and a half years ago, three years ago, to let people know about the fact that there's an Israeli company that is offering free GPS via an iPhone app or Android app, etc., and it's called Waze. Well, ever since uh, Apple had their problem with their mapping program and they mentioned Waze as one of the options, every big company out there has been bidding on trying to buy Waze. And uh, Apple themselves was thinking of buying Waze, and Facebook has been trying to buy Waze, and now the report is that Google may outbid Facebook for the Israeli startup Waze, and this is just yet another Israeli startup company. It's amazing, amazing, amazing how many Israeli startup companies in high tech have been sold for huge amounts of money. Waze is seeking more than a billion, a billion with a B dollars for their company, which is just amazing, and they're going to get it. They're going to get it. And um, there's lots of other great stuff that goes on in Israel in the high-tech area. Uh, The city of Tel Aviv, for example, announced that it is going to be the world's first digitized city, meaning that there will be free Wi-Fi throughout the city. And um, people say, well, there are other cities like that. Yes, there are some other cities like that, but in those cities, after you're online for a few minutes, like 10 minutes or 15 minutes or so, you have to start paying. Uh, according to Ron Khuldai, the mayor of Tel Aviv, their plan is that the city will be totally Wi-Fi free. And eBay announced last week that they're going to set up a startup incubator in Israel. eBay, the giant, the, the online auction giant, is going to set up a um, an incubator, which means a place for um, new projects and new ideas to start and and grow and become big ideas and then sell for a billion dollars. By the way, the eBay senior director of global product management is Amit Menipaz, who is the former head of the Israeli branch, and based on his name, you would assume that he or she is an Israeli. Amazing. On the other hand, this week Israel took a little bit of a hit, in the high-tech area, and we'll speak about that later. In the meantime, back to the music. We have Kamicha Eli with uh, Naomi Shemer's song, Ainli Rega Dal, Never a Dull Moment. Dal, Dal, get it? Um, and that'll be followed by Ariel Zilber's Bechevra Haganat Hateva. Mayor Weingarten, coming to you live on the Nachum Siegel Network. You're tuned to The Israel Show. I'm 
זילבר. בחברה להגנת הטבע, which is, in English, the Society for Protection of Nature in Israel. Before that, Rivka Michaeli with Ainli Rega Dal, all about the excitement that always can be found in Israel. There's always something going on in Israel, and that's so true. Israel is... Unfortunately, many times it's not the greatest news, it's, it's, it's bad news, but very often it's, it's good news, and there's great stuff going on in Israel. As we mentioned, a lot of stuff in the high-tech realm, which, was going on, which does continue to grow and go on in Israel, it's, a, it's an amazing uh, fact that Israel has become a high-tech center around the world. On the other hand, there's sometimes there are disappointments, and uh, yesterday was one of them. Because uh, the Israeli 
electric car company called Better Place, one of the pioneers of electric cars in the world, started by an Israeli by the name of Shai Agassi. Unfortunately, yesterday, Better Place declared bankruptcy. Um, AP described it this way. It was an audacious idea that came to symbolize Israel's self-described status as, quote, startup nation, a company that believed it could replace most gasoline-powered cars with electric vehicles and reduce the world's reliance on oil, and all within a few years, but it all came crashing down. Um, AP describes it with a little bit of sarcasm, but the truth is that the idea, the concept of better place, of the electric car, of um, being able to power cars with electricity rather than rely on oil, uh, is going to eventually work. There were reasons that in Israel this particular uh, first attempt didn't didn't work, um, but it will happen, and uh, it's a shame that AP looks at it from a negative standpoint and cynical standpoint, but of course it does that very often. Um, what are the problems? Uh, the problems are that, A, Israel is a small country, and uh, the, the, the plus of that is that the cars that the, where the battery has to be replaced every certain number of miles um, or recharged, etc., so that the cars didn't have to go that far. On the other hand, the number of people that you have that can buy the car is limited. The car was also very expensive, and that was a big part of the problem, and it was hard for Israelis. Also, Israelis were concerned. They were, they were worried that um, they'd buy the car, and then if the company didn't succeed, they would end up with a car that was worthless. Because if nobody continues to maintain it, the batteries and the recharging and so forth, the stations throughout the country where you can replace the battery and get a new one, um, their car is worthless. And, and unfortunately, that became a self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, $850 million were invested in Better Place. They have 350 employees in Israel and uh, nobody knows exactly what's going to happen to them. But the company that was putting the money in, continuing to invest, uh, decided that it was time to back out. And it's a shame. It is a shame because the, the uh, people who were driving these cars were astounded by it. They, they just found it to be amazing. It was the drive itself was quieter and cleaner and everything about it was wonderful. The only thing, obviously, was if you were driving a long way. For example, let's say you were driving from Yerushalayim or Tel Aviv to a lot, there was always the concern that your, is your, when is your battery going to run out and where will be the place where you can exchange it, for now, exchange it for a new battery. Now, there were many places set up throughout the country where that could be done, but, um, you know, your average driver does have that concern. And... Um, this was really one of the issues that people were concerned with, and the price was the other. Unfortunately, and that's, it's very sad, but Better Place is closing. The um, Israeli electric car company started by Shai Agassi. We're back to the music here on The Israel Show, and this one's going out to listener Judy, very faithful listener. We thank you so much for letting us know about this song, Shir La Ahava by Gaia and Indian Aviv. Uh, she says she likes it, her husband likes it, so we're sending it out to you, listener Judy, and to all our listeners. My name is Mayor Wangat, and you're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs>
Gaia and Dindin Aviv and we thank listener Judy for bringing that to our attention great song I really enjoyed it I gotta say and I didn't know about it. I, I was not familiar with that song so we thank you very much for that uh, you're tuned to the Israel show on the Nachum Siegel Network we're here every Monday following JM in the AM immediately following JM in the AM 9 AM Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Israel Time, but, 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 it's Internet, folks. You can listen to this show whenever you like on the archives via NachumSiegel.com, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L, NachumSiegel.com. Just click on the show archives, go to the Israel Show, and you can listen to archives. I got a beautiful email yesterday from somebody who uh, said he... Uh, had to work over the weekend, and so he used that time to catch up on his uh, Nachum Siegel Network shows, and he listened to a bunch of the Israel shows and really enjoyed them, sent out a nice email to me thanking uh, us for the great show. That was Mark, and I thank Mark for that email. And you can send me an email, and I would love it if you do. Mayor, M-E-I-R, at NachumSiegel.com. Mayor, M-E-I-R, at NachumSiegel.com. By all means, tell us what you're enjoying about the show. Tell us if they're songs, just like Judy did. Tell us about songs that you'd like to hear, and we would be happy to play them. Or tell us if you're not enjoying a certain type of music. We'll take that into account as well. We'd love to hear from you. Mayor at NachumSiegel.com is one way. The other way, of course, is via the Facebook page, Facebook.com slash the Israel Show, Facebook.com slash The Israel Show, one long word. And uh, shout out, thank you to listener Menachem, 
who is like number 85 on our Facebook page. Nice milestone for us. Thank you, listener Menachem. Um, in addition to the archives, this show is rebroadcast on the stream every Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. So there's so many ways to listen. And in addition to that, there is an iPhone app, iPhone, iPod, iPad, iPad mini, any of those. And there's a great new app, a Nachum Siegel app. Just go onto the iTunes store, type in Nachum Siegel or Nachum Siegel Network. And it'll come up. It is absolutely free. It gives you all the shows that are available on the Nachum Siegel Network. You can listen to them and uh, enjoy them. There are so many great shows on this network. So go ahead. Become become a Nachum Siegel Network regular, a Nachum Siegel Network listener. Um, today, we're broadcasting live. I don't know when you're listening to it, but today, May the 27th, Monday, May the 27th, is Memorial Day in the United States of America. And uh, I always find it interesting over the last many years, I always find it interesting, the contrast between Memorial Day in Israel and Memorial Day in the United States of America. Now, Memorial Day in Israel, Yom HaZikaron, the Chalalit Sahal, is the day before Yom HaAtzma'ut. It is one of the most somber days in Israel. Almost everybody in Israel knows somebody who was killed, knows somebody who lost a loved one. And the day has such depth of emotion and sorrow. Of course, the day starts at night, the night before, like all Jewish days, holidays, memorial days. It starts with sunset the night before. There's a special ceremony. Um, there's special um Torches that are lit at the ceremony, each one by a family member of somebody who was uh, killed. Um, you have a siren that goes off in Israel where the entire country stands for two minutes at attention in silence, commemorating, memorializing those who have fallen. You're not allowed to have a theater open, a cafe, a restaurant, no public display of fun is allowed to be open. And here in America, just the opposite. It's a Memorial Day sale, Memorial Day barbecue. The, 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 the news keeps announcing which beaches are open now for Memorial Day. Go down to the beach for Memorial Day. And believe it or not, believe it or not, I've heard people say, Happy Memorial Day. And I don't mean just people in the street. I've heard it in the media. Our friend Saul Lieberman, who listens in Israel, pointed out to me that if you go onto Google, you will find an insanely large number of hits if you type in the words, Happy Memorial Day. Americans have totally lost any conception of what memorial is in the name Memorial Day. That we're supposed to be remembering soldiers that have fallen and lost their lives, young men and women, the ages of 18, 20, 22, who will never live through to see the rest of their lives, the suffering that their families go through. We're having a, a white sale, a linen sale, a car sale, Memorial Day sale, Memorial Day barbecues. It's it, How? Like, what part of the word memorial have we lost sight of in the United States of America? I, I've had this dream for many years that we would institute in the United States the same concept of the siren that goes off in Israel. Now, obviously, in the U.S., it would have to be done differently because it's a huge country, but the only way to do it really would be through radio and television stations and public areas, ballparks, and so forth. And I think there is such an attempt uh, being made, but it's not, it's really not taking off. And uh, I guess it'll take a very long time, if at all, for Americans to start getting into their head what the idea, real idea of Memorial Day is. And a message to us, to the Jewish community in the United States. Um, this is a malchut shel chesed. This is a country that has been so benevolent to us 
hard to imagine one like it in the history of the world, let alone in the history of the last 2,000 years. The only, the only similar concept would be the golden age of Spain, but that didn't end too well. The country that gives us total freedom, the country that welcomed us and treats us as equals, the country that lets us take our charity as a tax deduction that doesn't tax our synagogues. Forget about allowing us to worship freely. They don't tax our synagogues. They don't touch it. The government doesn't get anywhere near it. The separation of church and state, which is amazing. And so I think that we as Jewish community have an extra responsibility to be patriotic, to show our uh, support for the country. And on days like Memorial Day or the 4th of July, to fly a flag outside your house, to show, make a public display of our patriotism, of our thanks, it shouldn't be taken for granted. And I think that people who travel through Jewish communities, and I've heard it from people who travel through Jewish communities, are surprised and at times upset that they don't see any flags. And so I'm encouraging everybody, a few more uh, weeks, the 4th of July weekend, go out. It's not expensive. Go out and get a flag, a nice big American flag, and fly it in front of your house on days like Memorial Day and the 4th of July and maybe Thanksgiving and some others. But at least on Memorial Day and the 4th of July, there's a flag flying outside of, of my house. I've been doing this for many years and I would like to encourage all of you to do it. It is a way for us to show outwardly our hakarata tov, our thanks, but also uh, a kiddush Hashem. It really would be a sanctification of God's name when others drive past through our communities and would see our overt show of patriotism. Having said all that, I think it's appropriate that on the Israel show, we take out one minute and use it to remember the fallen soldiers of the United States of America who fought and died so that we can live here in a democracy, in a malchut shel chesed. So I'm going to play for the next minute a recording of the siren that I took off of uh, an Israeli website, the siren that sounds in Israel for one minute. And after that, we'll go to a rendition of Lulei Torah Shlomo Kabach song done by Aharon Razel and Ehud Banai, recorded live in one of their concerts. So during this minute of the siren that you'll hear, think of the sacrifice of those Americans um, who gave their lives so that we can live here in freedom. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Here is the one-minute siren. Thank you. 
Yep. Lulei Torah Aharon Razel and Ehud Banai. That was a live performance. And um, we mentioned before that we're having internet trouble and we're having difficulty posting on Facebook, um, which we are, but um, trying to do it, and we're doing it bit by bit via my iPhone. So um, these links are up there. Unfortunately, it seems that the titles aren't coming up. We'll try and put that in later. Um, Pugi, everybody's favorite Israeli pop group, if you're of a certain age, is celebrating their 40th anniversary. So uh, it's an amazing uh, accomplishment for them because they're still popular. And their um, reunion concert is like it's sold out in two and a half seconds. It's an amazing thing. So um, one of the more intricate and interesting Poogie songs is called Habalada Al-Ari Vidurci, written by Danny Sanderson, words and uh, melody. It is a very typical Danny Sanderson song. It was written for what they called uh, the Poogie Opera, which uh, I don't know if that ever came about, um, but it's on the album Poogie Bepita. It's uh, a, a million little word plays in the song and even in the title because Ari Vidurci, of course, everybody knows is Italian for goodbye, but here, Ari and Durci are the two characters. Ari v. Durci are the two characters in the song who um, are workers who lay down a floor in a new house, and they end up getting trapped under the flooring that they themselves put down. And if you know Israel, the stones that they put on the floor are called balatot. So it's habalata Al Ari Vidurci, the floor, so to speak, that is on top of Ari and Durci, and they come out every night and uh, from underneath the floor into the house where the people live, and they dance and sing, and then in the morning they go back under the floor. It, it's a very crazy, typical crazy words, play, word play, and, and, and crazy idea of Donny Sanderson. Almost, uh, I believe that almost every stanza has a different um, musical. Um, uh, concept and um, melody, and so I hope you enjoy it. It's long, six and a half minutes, the longest Poogie song in their entire repertoire. I also learned something interesting yesterday, but Poogie was only together for three years, and on some level that makes sense because there was such a, an amazing wealth of talent there. Each one of them ended up going their own way into solo careers. So uh, hope that you enjoy it. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Here is Pugi Lahakat Kaveret Habalada Al Arivadurchi. Yeah. 
והרוח מנשבת ונשמע קולו של טעם, ותוך פרק השוכן עמוד ביער לא מוכר, ושינה בדת גברת בחזרה מסוגל, ופתאום בלטה זזה ועולות מן הרצפה, שתי דמויות מעורפלות שנראות ממש האישה עוד החולמת ואיננה מרגישה, שהצמד המוזר הזה קרב אל המידה. האחד באופן די מחריד סופר בלחישה, השני מרים ידיו ומוכר לפעולה. ואיך שהם רוקדים זה משגע, סטפס כאלה לא שמעת, לא ראית בחיי, יודעים כל כך יפה להתנבע, ולראות אותם רוקדים זה משגע. איך שהם רוקדים זה משגע. Thank 
Turkey, one of the Israeli classics that we like to play here on The Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingarten, and finally, yes, finally, my wish has come true, one of them. We have an email from a listener in the UK. He doesn't say what city. I'm going to, I don't know, I can't assume London. Um, he, his name is Ivan. And he writes, hello from the UK. Love the show. Your station is generally being listened to during work hours. Today's a bank holiday here. That's so interesting because here it is Memorial Day. It's a legal holiday. The weather is great, and I'm sitting in the garden listening to the Nachum Siegel Network. And uh, warm regards, and he signs his name here. I'll just mention his first name because I don't have permission to use his full name. His first name is Ivan. So first of all, thank you, Ivan. You are the. F- I've been trying to uh, hear from somebody in London for the longest time, and I thank you very much. You are the first uh, UK. I, I keep saying London. I shouldn't say that. You're the first UK listener that um, that I've heard from. And there was a request there, and I'm going to. Um, I'm going to fulfill it right now. Sivan Rahav Meir is a journalist, a religious journalist, who uh, appears on the Israeli Arutstein Channel 2 News. She also writes a great weekly column in Yedior Achronot, in the weekend edition. I believe the column is called Parshat HaShavua. Um, and it's her take on different events uh, that happened during the week. And this week she wrote about what was called the wedding of the year, the uh, community of Bells Hasidim celebrated this past week, this past Tuesday, the wedding of the eldest son of the Rebbe, Shalom Rokeach, to Hannah Panet, I think is the way it's pronounced. 
Um, interesting, one of the things she points out that is very interesting is that the Kala is not from a great Hasidic dynasty. She's not the daughter or granddaughter of some great Hasidic Rebbe. She is um, someone who grew up in Bnei Brak, went to the regular Bells High School, and um, is uh, just, uh, everybody says, just a wonderful young woman. That was point number one, which is very interesting and unusual in the Hasidic world. But she tells the story of the Kala's grandmother. The Kala's grandmother went through Auschwitz. And on her forearm, there is a number tattooed, as so many other Auschwitz survivors have. Now, this was a huge wedding. There were thousands, if not tens of thousands of people. And so... In order to help with the crowd control, the uh, Hasidus of Bells and the people who were running it came up with a way to um, control where people go, basically to tell you, you go here, you go there, by uh, mailing to all the people uh, like a wristband, you know, those wristbands that people wear, different colors, usually they wear them for some charity and so forth, and So this wristband was mailed out to the thousands and thousands of people, and based on the color, you knew where to go, or those who were directing traffic knew where to send you. So when this wristband arrived to the home of the Kala's grandmother, she put it on her arm, on the very same arm that had the number tattooed from Auschwitz, And she danced around the house, it says, saying on the same arm that the Nazis tattooed this number, I'm now wearing the invitation to the wedding of my granddaughter with this, with the grandson of the Belzarebi. Wow. What a message of Netzach Yisrael, the eternity of the Jewish people. We're going to close out with Yonatan Razel's Bells Pogesh Tizmoret, appropriately. Thank you so much for tuning in, making us a part of your day. Thanks for your Facebooks, your likes, your comments. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network. And as always, my very special thanks to Nachum Siegel. Stay tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network for a great Monday music marathon. Until next Monday, following JM and the AM, this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race. I am